episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. Hi. <laughs> this is like actually us in real time right now. This isn't us from the past. This is not us from the past. You're about to listen to an episode from the past, but we were like, let's Come on here and chat for a second. How, how long ago did we release that episode with of Gray and I's interview? I just looked. It was December 10th, 2019. Wow. Two yeah. years ago. Over two, two years, years ago. ago. Two years ago. And you haven't re-listened to it, but I was just re-listening to it. And I was getting like, it was similar to when I, we released our original episode a couple months ago, but I was getting like emotional listening to it because it was like, this is a time capsule of you you had just finished your first trimester being pregnant with Frank and you two were sitting down having this conversation and it was cool too because I forgot that it was it wasn't just a conversation that was like what is your guys's relationship like this was like origin story like your guys's first date uh the first couple weeks together like when you guys first noticed each other all these things and then the struggles that came from there and it was it's it's it was like a, it was a deep dive. Wow, cool. it was a deep dive. Um, yeah, wow. Over two years ago, Frank wasn't even born yet. All of that. It's funny though because I remember recording it. It just does not feel that long ago. Time flies. I know, I know. And when I was listening to it too, I was like, oh my god, so much has changed. Like in the world has changed, but pre-COVID. also pre-COVID. But also then your relationship with Grayston. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so different now in so many different ways. And it's just, yeah, it's so interesting to listen to. So we're dropping that right now, Broads. You'll listen to that. And then on Thursday, we're dropping the episode where you, Becca, interviewed Evan and I. Oh, my gosh. And that episode was like one of our first 20 episodes. So Lord knows. Really? Yeah. So so Lord knows how much has changed since then, too. I can't wait. The broad spoke. Thank you all for letting us know what you wanted to hear about. And you said, give us the relationship origin story. So this week is a week of romance, relationship (laughs) origins. going into the new year <laughs> um how was your how was your Christmas how was all that it was it was good you know it was um I'm really grateful because we were everyone was healthy so we were yeah. able to spend family time together um it you know there were the good moments and there were the hectic moments were there some hectic moments was there any drama there was some drama yeah, there was there was some family. It was, you know, a half of the family. It was all peace and love and the good times. And then the other half, there was definitely some um, family tension going on. And it was in a room um, with people who, which gives me massive anxiety, who all have a problem with each other, who aren't saying anything. It. Yeah. So they're all okay to be like top level. And I'm like, (gasps) like cornering everyone going like, are you okay? Like, what's really going on? Like, give me all the drama. Because thank goodness I'm not actually a part of it. So I was able to just kind of observe. This is what I always wonder. Why does everyone agree to get together then if there is literally like a rift? You know, that's always an interesting one for me, too, because I always think like, I appreciate the family part of it and like the sticking togetherness. But then at the same time too, like hello boundaries and like hello communication, like where are you at? You know? (laughs) And so my sweet husband 
before it all happened, like the week before, was making all the phone calls to see if he could bring the communication together. And then they all kind of dogpiled on him. And he was like, well, I'm trying. <laughs> but he tried. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, and then there was, a, there was a situation where there is a relate, one relationship drama going on. So Evan and I spent one solid day um, basically being the in-between, the therapist between the two people and talked for hours to try to... <laughs> mend bridges so it was a dynamic it was a dynamic christmas oh my god Uh, really stepping into the new year really that energy of like all right let's communicate let's mend what is broken okay and broads also speaking of energy launching into the new year after the lounging with family cuddling by the fire watching all the holiday movies a little bit of movement is the uh, one thing my body is craving and as we head into 2022 with peloton it's never been easier to get going when you think peloton there's a good chance you're probably thinking about the bike That's because no one does an at-home bike workout quite like Peloton does. The instructors, oh my gosh, they're so dynamic and motivating. I've tried other... like other different companies that do at-home cycling workouts. It is not the same with Peloton. The music feels like you're taking a live class. They have so much like contemporary... they They have so much to choose from in terms of music too. And no matter if you have 15 minutes or 50 minutes, there's a huge variety of classes to pick from. And if biking isn't your thing, there's a ton of other options to choose from like yoga, bar, strength training, and Peloton's newest class style, boxing. And let me tell you, broads, the boxing classes are no joke. I recently started uh, taking them, and sometimes I can have a hard time staying motivated with at-home workouts because my comfy couch is just merely feet away. But with Peloton, I stay engaged, and the workouts are so much fun. 30 minutes goes by in a blink, and I always end the workout feeling amazing. Um, And also, this boxing class... It's made for everyone, all levels from expert to novice. Everyone enjoys a good sweat with Peloton. I'm having so much fun. For a limited time, try the Peloton app for free for two months. uh, And it's just $12.99 a month after. New members only. So visit onepeloton.com slash app to learn more. That's two months free at onepeloton.com. Offer expires uh, January 31st, 2022. Terms apply. I love the Peloton app, by the way. Even if you don't have the bike, the workouts are phenomenal. I love their guided runs. Okay, I'm done. Onepeloton.com slash app. How about you? <laughs> it, you know, it was actually, it was pretty great. We did a, we did Christmas Eve. We always do Christmas Eve at my parents' house and like do big dinner presents. Like all the cousins were there, which is fun because like Ruth and Frank are now toddlers and my sister, sister-in-law and brother have five kids under the age of eight. So it was just like, really fun just seeing them all together and they were super psyched and everyone they were all dressed up and it was really cute and uh that was actually really fun and then the next day it was like we did like so much the next day it was like going to my other grandparents house opening presents having tamales and eggs for breakfast going to my brother and sister-in-laws hanging out with their kids until like 8 p.m it was just like one long day and it was kind of perfect and then we went to my friend's house after the kids went to bed and like watched Mad Max and played board games. And it was just like, it was kind That's of so perfect. Fun. There were a couple moments for me where um, I had like one glass of wine on Christmas Eve <laughs> and I'm like, 
calling my parents out about something that 100% did not like, literally I made this comment, which I just, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there, but I like made a comment, which I think, I mean, I didn't say anything wrong. I think what I said was justified. I was just, um, you know, bringing political stuff into it. And uh-huh. I just said like, one thing and they uh-huh. both looked at me. It was like, just as my, as the, half the family was getting there, they looked at me and they were like, stop it. Like, <laughs> don't do not Rebecca. And you're like, don't tell me not to. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. walking to the room. I was like muttering out my breath, like shut the fuck up, stupid. Oh. And there was like one thing about that. And then there's like another thing the next morning where my mom was like, I love Hobby Lobby. And I was like, you fucking bitch. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. It was just, you know, there's just some moments like that just sprinkled in. But yeah. Oh my gosh. So. I mean, it's not family without those moments, right? <laughs> but you know oh my god and then yes oh this is crazy so yesterday then by the way i'm in santa barbara right now which i'll tell you why in a second um so because we were in fresno so great there's been like tons of snow in the mountains hallelujah bless california's mm. getting the rain yes we are so amazing <laughs> so i'm like oh my god let's go snowboarding there's a ski resort i always used to snowboard at um when I was younger in my teenage years, that's only like an hour and a half away from Fresno. So I'm like, let's go. It's going to be so much fun. So yesterday morning, like my parents agreed to babysit. We get a little thing of Jameson. We're going to head up the mountain. We get, it's supposed to be an hour and a half. We get stuck like 30 minutes in, in a line for over an hour, like literally five to 10 minutes into the line. Like Grace says something to me. I say something back and it unleashes like, oh no. You know, when you have like an argument with your partner that is like the argument of the decade, like Where, it is like, and then everything gets pulled into and it. And it's like literally like one of those crazy ones. Oh, because we also we were trapped in the car. So it's one of those crazy ones where you're like, it's like so dramatic. We're like screaming, crying, just like, <laughs> like, you know, like just like so intense. <laughs> you're slammed against the window, <laughs> just basically. sobbing. <laughs> basically, at one point, I was like so like mad about something. I was just like, <laughs> like hitting the door like trying to get myself out basically no it was like, then we were stuck in that line for over an hour and we make it through the line because they're checking to make sure everyone has chains or four-wheel drive they just see that gray has a truck and just wave us through but like he doesn't actually have four-wheel drive on his truck well then we're in a bunch of traffic basically long story short we don't even make it we start like fishtailing on like icy snow, whatever. And we're like, and time to turn around and go home. Oh, and we no. drove for three hours and then ended back in a Habit Burger parking lot. We had been fighting the entire time. Like it was so gnarly, so gnarly. And, and but we resolved things in the Habit Burger parking lot and went home. And we were like, we didn't even make it up the mountain. It was, uh, it was so crazy. But, you know, we got some things out there. Got I things was like, resolved. Oh, was there resolve? <laughs> got things resolved, moved ahead. That's good. Upwards. Is it, was um, it one of those arguments where it was like truly, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I got all those things off my chest. And like, we, we did have product. Okay. Because the worst. dramatic, but yeah, it did get resolved. Okay, that's good. Because the worst thing ever is when you get into a raging argument where there's no purpose to even having the argument and then nothing happens. Like Evan and I had that a couple weeks ago where we got into this massive fight about, we were both basically in <laughs> shitty moods. And so we had a massive fight about nothing. 
And then we were fighting for hours. And then when you wrap the fight, you basically are like, I don't even know what we're arguing about. And I'm really not mad. I just, that was so dumb. I just, like, I just wasted all this energy. No, it definitely wasn't waste. Thank God. But, but the bad thing about it was like, normally when we're at home or anywhere, like I've learned me, especially I've learned, like, if it's getting to a point of like unproductiveness or going in circles, I will like escape. Like I'll go yeah. sit in the car. I'll go like put, go take a shower. I'll like go in the other room. I'm like, I'll like, I'm really good at like, I'm going to separate myself because things are not going well, but we were just like trapped <laughs> in this vehicle and it was just like, <laughs> chaos you're like you throw me out into the snow let the white walkers take me we're watching Game of Thrones right now too uh, but anyway oh and then so yesterday then as we're driving back down I'm looking at like um Caltrans it's like the California transportation Twitter and they're like the grapevine's gonna definitely be closed tomorrow and Tuesday which is that's like a, a road broads where you like get how you get back to LA from Fresno. Yes. Like, and there is always LA. drama on the grapevine. Let's always be honest. Drama There's always the drama on the grapevine. Always. So that's like kind of the only way to get back. So we were like, fuck, because even that night it was supposed to start snowing. We're like, oh my God, we are not going to go and get trapped on the grapevine at like 10 o'clock at night. So instead last night, my family has a house in Santa Barbara. So my dad was like, okay, why don't you just go to Santa Barbara tonight? And then you can drive the rest of the way back home, like tomorrow night and break it up. So that's why we're here. So now you're lingering. Well, now the big question will be, will a fight ensue tonight with the family? Because I always feel like it's the final eve that I'm at my home or Evan's home. We're alone here. Gray and I are alone here. Oh, okay. Okay. Then you're safe. You're you're chilling. Okay. You're safe. You're safe. Because that's the family night. It's always the last evening where I'm like, we got off pretty scot-free. And then I decide to drop a bomb or Evan drops a bomb to bring up some sort of old trauma that we like to fight about with our families. I was pretty proud. I I normally get in some sort of big dramatic fight with my parents about something. Usually like really not that important, but didn't happen this time. So, you know, (laughs) look at us growing. growing. (laughs) We're growing. You're expanding. Anyway, it's a beautiful thing. Honestly, a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's the energy we need. It's the energy we need for 2022. Yes, because I am excited about 2022. Speaking of being excited about 2022, broads, please do not forget to join us. Continue to join us as we're dropping these old episodes that we don't have even out anymore. Um, So we're giving them a little, you know, you're getting a taste of them again. But um, make sure to join us January 6th when we are starting 2022 anew. And we're... Yes. Do you have any... um Actually, I'll check in. We'll probably record a little intro before the episode on Thursday. Then I'll check in with you. Think about think about any New Year's resolutions if you don't have one already. Oh, I have quite a few. <laughs> I I this is a year. I'm like I'm like normally the resolutions for me. I'm like eh, it's just the beginning of a new year. Whatever. I'll think of one or two things. I feel like this year I'm like girl. I there are a million and two things that I'm looking to change this year. Oh. I'm just, that's the energy I'm feeling right now. We'll see if it lasts for more than two weeks. <laughs> you know what? Two weeks, though, that's still better we're than in. Weeks. Cut to me in, in, in two weeks after Ember's been home for three weeks. And I'm like, I am too tired to change yeah. a thing. <laughs> so, I'm so I'm out and everything will be the same. 
<laughs> but um, yes, broads, please enjoy this episode that was recorded December 10th, 2019. You're going to love it. This is a great one. One of my faves, to be honest. Yay. I know these are probably both of our faves. If people are like, oh, do your faves. Well, here they are. Here they are. They're about us. About us <laughs> and our husband slash boyfriend. Yes, the people oh. we love very much. So um, enjoy, bras. Yeah, enjoy. Hey. Hi, broads. Hey, broads. What's going on? Hey, broads. Here we are. <laughs> Grayson you... is here. Oh, yeah. yeah Hi, yeah. Grayson. My boyfriend, <laughs> Grayson Leonard's hair. He is here. They're holding hands. They're looking into each other's eyes. It's getting super uncomfortable for My me. My hands on his dick. <laughs> Why am I not being invited? <laughs> so we haven't had an episode where Becca and Grayson come on and really talk about the intimate details of <laughs> your sex life. Um, but like how you guys really started and how it's been post baby and now current baby. Congratulations. Thank you. So exciting. Can we talk about you for a second so that the broads like get to know maybe a little bit about you? Give your bio. Give us a bio. My bio. Mm-hmm. Is the Lincoln bio? <laughs> We're both frowning at it. Oh no, here come the dad jokes. Okay, that wasn't even a good one. Okay, give your little give your little thing. Um, First of all, your name, age, sex, location. Hi, Broads. Uh, my name's Grayston Leonard. I am 30 years old. I am a male. Um, I am currently, what neighborhood is this? Well, we're in Glassell Park, technically. Okay, we're there. Yeah. Living in Long Beach now. New Long Beach natives. Um and business owner. New business owner. New dad. You have a lot of news in your boyfriend. A lot of news. <laughs> a lot of news, yeah. In the last, I think it's like 18 months, that's been, we've moved. Both of us have started businesses, had a kid. I'm actually like getting anxiety right a, now. Like on our as way we're to second. Oh my gosh, don't get anxiety. This is success. It's beautiful. It's true. Became home, became a homeowner. Yeah. Your guys' life in the past year has been a wild ride. Yes. We've been on the adult train. No, well, that's you, the thing. I'm truly like, have. I'm getting anxiety because I'm thinking about like all the shifts that have taken place in the past year or two. And it, I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah. Not that it's all good now, but thinking about that, all that we've been put through in the past or that we've actually put ourselves through in the past year and a half is like, whoo. And you guys have handled it with a lot of grace. Truly. We were joking about that last night, actually, because she was, we were both um, saying like, you know, with everything we have going on, like I really lean on you. Mm -hmm. And then we were going, well, if we're both leaning on each other, like where's this ship going? Because we both (laughs) feel, (laughs) you find out when you're going, yeah, and you're like, I don't, I feel like I barely have everything together. I'm leaning on you. And then they find, you find out they don't have their shit together and they're leaning on you. Who's driving the bus? Yeah, I was like, oh, you're my safe place. He's like, you're, wait, you're my safe place. I was like, oh, it's like when the cops get in trouble and they're like, we got to call the police. And it's like, wait, we are the police. Fuck. I think you guys can be mutual safe places. I suppose if two things are leaning on each other with equal weight, it it shall stand firm. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That's engineering. (laughs) And that is science. that, (laughs) That, my friend, is geometry. All right. Well, let's, uh, Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Can we talk about how you guys met? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us your story. 
I'll let Grayson start and well, then I'll tell him from the both perspectives. That- when you first stumbled upon this woman, was oh. it immediate love at first sight? Was it lust at first sight? Or were you kind of like, first, oh, whatever? The first time I spoke to her well, was at a friend's, about- two friends' birthday parties. But talk about the first time you knew I existed. But I had just finished, I was training. We were just like, I was with um, my buddy Joel mm-hmm. and we were doing some exercises at the climbing gym and uh i saw becca going into the yoga class and i said joel i'm going to take yoga today okay okay and then um i sat a couple mats away from becca and didn't speak to her but you had the eyeballs but i was seen by becca okay you spotted him that day i already knew he was around okay I mean, because I'll tell my side of it is that one of our friends dated Gray. And so I already... Tea. (laughs) Tea. I wrecked their relationship. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, Broads, before we dive headfirst into the life and love story of Becca and Grayston together, uh, I know I speak for a lot of people when I say that the hustle and bustle of life as much as we all hate it at times can be addicting. Sometimes I'm so go, go, go during the days that when I lay my head down to sleep at night, my mind is still doing 1,000 miles per hour, okay? And relaxing ends up being the hardest task of the day. But recently, I've been unwinding at night with Dipsy and having the best time, the best time. Oh, Dipsy's all about less pressure, more pleasure, baby. I think that's something we could all stand to hear this time of year. With Dipsy, you explore an entire app full of short, sexy audio and written stories designed to turn the world off and you on. And no matter what you're into, trust me, no matter what you're into, Dipsy will help bring your fantasies to life anytime, anywhere. All you have to do is pop in your headphones relax and let yourself sink into a world of pleasure. With hundreds of stories to choose from and new content being released each week, you're never going to run out of things to explore, I promise. And while you're browsing the app, be sure to check out all of the other goodies Dipsy has to offer like wellness sessions to help you wind down and sleep sessions to help you drift off, sleep longer and wake up more well rested. I have been falling asleep to Dipsy sleep sessions lately uh, because I was having a hard time sleeping for a while and they are helping. Let me tell you, they are helping. I've never slept better. Okay. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty, 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A, like a dip in the sea, stories.com slash chatty, stories.com slash chatty. Okay, so one thing I really don't like about going to the store is the sheer amount of options we have nowadays, especially when it comes to natural cleaning products. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to buy natural cleaning products that are better for my family and better for the uh, planet, obviously. But when there are 25 options just for surface cleaner and all of them say they're natural, sometimes it's hard to be sure you're choosing the best one, right? That's why Jess and I both have switched to Blue Land natural cleaning products. I love Blue Land. The idea is so simple and so genius. You buy the water bottle once, you refill it forever. No more plastic waste. You know for sure you're getting a quality natural product every time. So once you purchase your Blue Land kit, you just fill the bottle with warm water, You pop in one of the hand soap or spray cleaner tablets. Within minutes, you have powerful and effective cleaning products ready to go. I bought my first kit in the lavender eucalyptus scent that makes the whole house smell so fresh 
and so amazing. Um, I also can't wait just to try out all their other scents. I'm really looking forward to trying their Iris Agave scent. Um, plus, when you use Blue Land, you'll start saving big too. Blue Land's bottles start at just $10 when you buy a kit, and their refill tablets start at just $2. Compared to the 5 or $6 per bottle you'd spend at the store for natural cleaning products, Blue Land is a steal. But Blue Land is offering an even better deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash chatty. That's 15% off your first order of any Blue Land products at blueland.com slash chatty. blueland.com slash chatty. No, our friend Zoe <laughs> dated him casually on and off for like, not, I mean, they were like hooking up for like a year. But I knew... We, she and I were friends, so we had gone on a climbing trip, and she's like, yeah, I'm hooking up with this guy, but I'm also hooking up with this guy, and then she was showing me photos of both of them, I was like, wait, he's so hot, Grayson had like really long hair, and I was like, he's so cute, and I actually even remember, I was like, how do you find guys like this, and she's like, oh, he just like climbs at the gym, like, she's like, yeah, he's great, and then they broke up, and I kind of heard that whole dramatic story, and uh yeah, I mean, I never... And then, then you the, trotted into yoga well, and acted thing, like you didn't see him well, looking at you. this is the you. thing. This is the thing. Then after they kind of broke up... I was she peacocking. Was, she was sort of <laughs> the thing where she's like, oh, I can, I can like, introduce you guys. And I was like, no, 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 no. But, but then this. also what I heard from a lot of people is like, Grayson, like one of, one of your, like Roxy said this. She goes like, Grayson's great. I just wouldn't want any of my friends to date him. <laughs> oh shit. Cause she was like, he just Meaning. does, she just has like a, he just has an inability to commit and it's just going to put you through hell. Okay. Kind of thing. Okay. So I was like, mm. so you're like, Ooh, challenge Time accepted. <laughs> get this dude to knock me up. So Becca's like, little do you know, I have a game plan. <laughs> I have a long-term vision to lock his ass down. No, so of course you're gonna he, put multiple babies in me. I mean, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in a couple. Yeah. We already recorded an episode with um, Pete Rollins, but he we talk about in a future episode that hasn't come out yet. Broads about like the thing you can't have and this sort of like obstacles in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So of course, if I hear women say that no one can get this guy to commit, you're like, I will break him (laughs) isn't that funny i will make him love me creepy honestly but like but i'm sort of like okay how can i prove myself to myself and say like i can bag any man of course of course right naturally i feel like everyone that's the backbone of our relationship was the challenge well i mean it was about i think a lot of relationships start that way yeah but you guys have just been in like a constant whirlwind. Oh my God, a constant challenge in a way. Yeah. Well, so so anyway, I sort of knew who he was. And yeah, I, I saw him. I saw him walking towards the workout room and then make a quick left into the yoga room. Okay, so, so you knew. knew. Oh God, what I a good knew. feeling that like, is. Right? I was like, like I got him. this in, yeah. The funny thing is we both talk about the similar feeling we had where like, I had been like celibate so far that year and it was like, granted it was like a month (laughs) into the year. It was literally January, but I was like celibate, (laughs) but I was like, (laughs) I am on, you know, it was like after the bachelor, you know, I was like, I'm on the single train. I'm doing me like, and I remember I was like, should I go up and like introduce myself to Mm -hmm. him? And then I was like, no, you know what? I've got a good thing going. I no need to distract myself. Like, with a guy right now, honestly. So I was like, no, I'm not going to introduce myself. And then gray, you said you sort of had like a similar. Well, yeah. So I was, um, uh, 
basically after dating Zoe, my friend was like, you need to focus on your business mm-hmm. and stop focusing. On Not girls. focusing, but he's like, girls are definitely a distraction. Sure, sure. Because dating can be a really big distraction. Um, and he yeah, was like, if you, he's really like, does. if you applied all the energy into pursuing your dreams else. like you do pursuing women <laughs> he was like you'd be done and i was like oh that's sage yeah so i'm gonna do <laughs> that stuff. and then i was like but that's but you didn't you gotta talk have to some me, romance but, but you didn't yeah. talk to me that day either you said kind of because of that like no, you sort of were like uh you just enjoyed seeing her well no dating dating is such a i don't know it's a dance it was it was strategy not talking to her in the yoga room. We had mutual friends. Sure. It's like we know of each other. We'll run into each other. But eventually. we'd never seen each other. At, we'd never been in the same room. But you're going to put her, put yourself in her there mind's eye. There was a eye. level of interest. Sure. Yeah. But it was you can't rush those things. The, if I you know that, that you're going to see that person, that you know you're going to cross paths eventually. Yeah. You don't you're, have to. And part of it was also me telling myself, like, you know, this is a distraction. Sure. So if it's going to happen, like, you you know, just let it happen. We don't have to, like, go out of our way. But I did find my ass in yoga, and I don't take yoga classes. <laughs> and I was in there Beck is like, really committing yeah. to my half moon pose, really, really going for it, hoping she'd notice. So the funny thing is, too, I remember, well, this happened on your end, Gray, which I like this part. I think it's kind of cute and sweet. Didn't Joel tell you he went on a trip, a climbing trip with me? That I was on? Yeah, well, so, yeah, one of my friends was like, oh, we went on a climbing trip with this girl. I think you'd actually like her. And I was like, oh, cool. And then... Um, Didn't someone show you a picture of me, too, on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good pic. No, I mean, like, it was sort of <laughs> kind of like someone was... She's t- over. No, I'm saying, like, someone was sort of already talking me up to you in a way of, like, I think you, like, I think Stacy was yeah. showing you pics. It's sort of like a, not like matchmaking, but a sort of friends no, being like, oh, you guys should meet. Which is, by the way, like, my most favorite way. I mean, yeah. if, if yeah, I was a single yeah. person, to be like, I want to know that, like, my friends are, like, this guy's a good guy. Like, you should like, talk to him. Cool. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But well, I'm yeah. not, like. And it fits, like, everyone has an idea, like, when you're dating around of the yeah. idea of the person you want to fit into your of life. Course. So if we've got this big hobby that's sort of a, you know, defining facet of who you are, you want this, you want there to be that connection. So it's like, hey, there's this really cute girl I think you guys would get along and we already go on all these climbing trips as friends. Right. You guys have just never been on the same trips. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a good I. I would be interested in meeting this person, you know? So who asked who out? Wait, I like the idea. It would have been, I sort of wish that we had gotten to go on a climbing trip, not knowing each other. Well, and then you would have, would have made been love a lot of the first fun, time in a tent. Yeah. It would have been a lot of fun flirting. Truck. Yeah. It would have been one of those trips where like you go on a trip with a group of friends and then there's two people just like cupcaking the whole time. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Cupcaking? You never heard the term cupcaking? Uh-uh. Unfamiliar. Cupcaking. I'm, I'm assuming you're like, Flirting and cupcaking would be like when you're with a group and there's like one couple and they're just like coupling it up super hard and it's like not that (laughs) dynamic and it's just like great guys so happy for the two of you but we're not here for that but like I love that when like I have two people that I know and they like are meeting and first maybe cupcaking I don't like it when people have been dating for like a hot minute and they're just like 
Like if me and Gray right now, like I was just like softly kissing his ear as oh, we're doing stop, this Becca, podcast. Don't, I like, literally that's disgusting. But like, that's like a very. I mean, I have numerous friends who'll do that and just be like, "Stop!" Like that's inappropriate. Like, like you guys live like together. Teenagers. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm Wait. trying to talk to like you guys, and you're like, I mean, she is doing that right now, just as so everyone knows. <laughs> She's been Constant. making out his neck I'm the just, whole like, stroking Constant. his inner thigh. Like, ew, dude, that's so weird. Why do people have to be like that? Why do people have to be like like each other? Like, remind that? you that they're there. Seriously, disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> um, so we went to the party to, and uh, Grayson almost didn't go because he was super hungover. But okay. then he decided to go. I actually kind of thought he might be there. You know, it's all those other things. Of course. Like, I thought oh, that's so fun. I hope that guy might show yeah, up. Yeah. And then he showed up and uh, started talking. And I was like, um, I was like, this guy is kind of weird like he kind of has like sort of a serial killer look in his eyes when he's talking like sometimes when gray's really intense he's sort of like staring and doesn't blink and is like talking and doesn't we he we've worked on this but sometimes when gray gets going he like you don't really get a word in the conversation and then i so i was just kind of like well he's really hot so like and i guess he has something interesting to say this guy's kind of weird but like whatever so i don't really care i'll still hook up with him but it wasn't like it. You guys <laughs> talked for the first time and it was like, oh, this is something magic. No, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> Sorry, Gray. Gray, did you feel that way? Of, co- um. of course. Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Don't want to seem like a loser and well, say yes. To the question of who asked who out. Okay. Neither. Basically, like we were. Uh, well, we, we had to be cool. Had to leave without asking her. Well, out. we did sort of. And she came trotting out with her, uh, with her bowl, and was like, "Hey." Because it was like a, it was like a potluck kind of thing for a friend's birthday. Uh, so I okay. like brought something, and of course we like stayed the longest, and we were like talking by the fire, and you know, didn't I'm, realize everyone else was gone. We were just okay. I'm, so yeah, there was a, definitely a connection. I guess I was just sort of hoping he would ask me out because I was just. I don't know. So anyway, please. So then, yeah, my friend was washing my postable and Grayson was walking out the front door and I was just like, fucking wash the postable faster. Like I've got to get out there before he leaves. God damn it. She wanted to hang out, but I had plans. No, so I was like, what, what are you doing tonight? Okay. So like, were you we were definitely at the desperately point where we, trying to hang out with me. So were you wanting to go on a date with him or were you wanting to have sex with him? I was wanting to start a beautiful romance with him. <laughs> romance. Okay. No, I was wanting, I I mean, I don't know. It's like one of those things I was going to like laugh and just say I wanted to have sex. But, you know, it's one of those things where like you meet a new person and it's like interesting. And you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, of course. So I don't think I had any idea in my head if like I wanted to date this person, if I wanted to just sleep with him. You Definitely just, explore yeah, it. But yeah, wanted to explore like, it. Got it. Got it. Like it would be fun to like go to a movie together and like see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, pretty quick if you're going to be like, this is would I want to see this person multiple times and figure it out? Or is this just like an absolute thought? Right. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was going to go. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, it was worth being like, we talked for a few hours. I would now like to to hang out with you outside of a group setting and see like, is it going to be just crazy awkward or are we going to actually have fun? Right. An alone moment. Yeah. And then it was just kind of hit it off. Well, so then gray got, we exchanged numbers, but then Grayson texts me like that night and was like, because he said he was busy. He had made plans with friends. And he texted me that night and it's was like, would you like... Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, he was like... I mean, it was nice because... Oh, I love that. I had been dealing with like back and forth of like guys where, where they would just like 
placed like older guys too who are like 35 who would play games and like yeah. wouldn't respond for like seven hours and i'm like dude i know you have your phone you like why just fucking text me back like i'm right. not try, i'm not trying to be like in junior high and text back and forth all day i just want to like when a man some communication when you have a connection with a guy and later that evening or like a few hours later i get like you get a text message that says like hey it was nice talking such a turn on to me the great thing was is that gray was never like he was never wanting to have a text conversation but it was like what are you doing tuesday night and i was like i'm free and so he was like okay do you want to go to apple pan and i was like well at the time i was gluten-free vegetarian and dairy free (laughs) so i was like burgers and apple pies probably not gonna work for me um you're "You're gonna have to take me to a farm and give me produce (laughs) if you guys haven't been to apple pan you should go to apple i've never been so then he was like, okay, well, and this is really sweet too. He was like, well, then in that case, why don't you come over and I'll cook you dinner? Oh, I remember hearing that. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. Be impressive. So mm-hmm. I show up on Tuesday and first of all, like your your little house, the front house, which I don't know you ever saw, of uh-uh. our, it, it was the front house of our old apartment because there's two units and like the doors were all open and it was kind of this funk it it just felt like this funky like ramshackle house with all these vines all over the place and like weird stuff all over the walls and he's just cooking and i i really liked it It it's totally my vibe you know and uh and so he made me like some really good like seared tuna with like rice and kimchi and like all this you know I don't know, whatever he made, something good, something interesting. And I was like, okay, sous chef, Grayston. I remember when you first told me about Gray is the first thing you were like, oh yeah. I'm like, what'd you guys do? Cause I think when you and I talked, you had gone on two dates, I think. Well, and then we met. And you told me about that. He Harry's birthday, right? Yeah, that was short. Oh yeah. I I met you and Evan at Harry's Mm -hmm. birthday. Oh, Mm -hmm. well anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yes. so and then and then that date went well and then I ended up spending the night. And that first that actually was like a really nice first date and uh it was really co- Oh my god, do you know what I wrote in my in my journal cuz I was journaling a lot at that time? Oh my what? god, this is so sweet. I wrote it the next well it was the next day. And I said, "Wow, I can't believe I wrote this. It's crazy." I said, "I don't I was like, I don't know him. I'll have to find it because I have the journal. I was like, I don't know him, but like, I love him. Like, I She's just know that I love him. right now. Well I, well, I wasn't typing. I wrote it. Yeah. I was like, I don't know him, but like, I, I love him. Like, I love the person that he is already. And I wasn't like in love with no, him, but I was but like, like, I love no, him. Yeah, I yeah. love like the person that he is. Like so you I had, said, like, your I, lightsaber in your closet and like, you were just so you. I remember, like I said, when you first had, you'd been out on two dates and like you were speaking very warmly of him. And I remember thinking like you and I didn't know each other super well, but when we would get together, you were just kind of like, we would always just kind of fuck around and joke and just be like, kind of, I don't know, we'd be like salty and whatever. <laughs> and then you talked about gray and you've been on these two dates. It was a very warm, like you were like, yeah, I don't know. I like him a lot. Like This is the thing. I haven't throughout all of our journey. And I'm actually not joking when I say this, I haven't always liked Grayston. Mm-hmm. But I always loved the person that he was like, and I always knew that I could trust the person that he was and that I loved him for just being him throughout all of it. Even though there was a lot of times where I didn't like him or he didn't even like want to be around him sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big lesson going through relationships like this is you're not, I mean, if I 
if you talk to your parents or like someone who's been in a really mm-hmm. long relationship, honestly about it, it's probably like 50, 50 split in time spent with someone where they're like, yeah, half the time you love them yeah, and half the time you might like, I mean, not, not the total, obviously like you wouldn't hate them, but there is a point where you're just like, they get under your skin, they frustrate you, you fight, you don't see eye to eye, but then it's like, yeah, you maintain that. You love you the person s- that they are. You still love them. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that way since like we started since, yeah, pretty much since I met you. And then after that date, then Grayson, like, again, he, like, followed up, like, the next morning. I was like, that was oh, great. And he was like, what are so you doing good. Sunday? Do you want to come to my parents? And, like, they have a horse and, like, a hot tub. You got to, you went to the parents? Well, the parents were out of town. Oh, okay. I remember was, photos from this. Yeah. I was like, there was a horse It involved? was my bachelor date. <laughs> and he didn't even know. He had never watched The Bachelor, and yet he took me horseback riding into a hot tub up in the mountains. Weird, right? That's some weird destiny shit. That's what that is. You were the correct fit. That's crazy. Weird. That's really crazy. But the, the fact that he made it up, not like some producers made it up for me, like Grayson made it up for me. How? Yeah, where do we go from there? Guide how many How many dates had you guys gone on when until you found out you were pregnant? <laughs> Well, actually, or like I know you might not have the exact number, not but that many. No, Greg. Many. We, but remember, I don't know if you remember. Like we actually surprisingly did a lot in the first couple months. Well, we did a lot, but like going on dates. Uh, well, well, just hang, well, spending I mean, time okay, together. I'll give you. I'll give you some. Uh, we spent a lot of time really okay. fast. Yeah, yeah. As I've gotten older, like more of my relationships have been like that. Interestingly, like well, so we. I was talking about this with her a few weeks ago because i was thinking about it like we did a handful of trips together but she had sorry no she she had also (laughs) just come off the show and she was doing like a lot of guest appearances and speaking events and stuff all around the country traveling a lot so becca would be in town for two days or three days and you'd go hard to the paint we'd for go two hard days. in the paint for that entire time it was like okay we're gonna do that and then she'd go away and True. that was like when okay. we'd go and or when i would go see other people and then she'd come back and it was like well she's gonna be gone the other half of the week so i'm gonna try to see her as much as i can while she's here and then i had an excuse to go on a couple work trips well i mean so like within a couple weeks we went to red rocks together with friends and Ooh. went to nevada which was really fun that was like pretty quickly and then we we definitely went on a couple yeah and that climbing was, trips just like up to black mountain that was the start of hitting it off pretty hard was like i that we had been probably seeing each other for like less than a, like two weeks and we were like yeah let's go on a two-day overnight trip yeah. on as, as a double date with our that's friends who intimate, were really in quickly. a relationship like you know, that's sort of a yeah. roll the dice of like this could either be really great or we'll never talk it to each other again. It could be the again. worst like long date ever. <laughs> yeah, we hit it off really hard yeah. and that was sort of the like zero to a hundred moment. Okay. Although I'm not going to lie, like I, uh, I have a tendency when I first get into relationships, I like look at all the best things and just really focus on those things. For Grayston though, it was a big deal because Grayston has... Not yes. had a long-term serious relationship pretty much ever. ever. Yes, I wanted to talk about that. And he that. Has, does have, did have a fear of commitment. And so for him, he was like kind of stressing about the weekend. Where for me, I was like, whatever, it's going to be fun. Like 
we're going to hook up. We'll be with our friends. It's going to be a good time. Whereas Gray was kind of like, were, were you feeling, it. were you feeling Gray? Like if I, if we do this like double date weekend together that I'm like basically telling her without actual words that I want to be in a relationship relationship <laughs> like, with you. Like that freak you out. I mean, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Well, yeah. I mean, at that time, like it was funny what we were talking about in the beginning of this was how, uh, I forget what we were talking about, but sort of the things you, you always pursue what seems like it's a really difficult thing to attain. Yeah. So like I would, if someone we had been dating for, we'd gone on a couple dates over two weeks and then was instantly like, I'm head over heels in love with you. I'd be like, whoa, back. Back yeah. up. <laughs> I am not there. And second of all, even if I am there, I'm sure as hell not going to tell you yeah. in two weeks. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to let the desperation just ooze out of me, you know, like get some friends yeah. figure it out yeah. um, and like bide some time, you know, let mm-hmm. those things come out months later, you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean like the idea I was someone when I was dating, I was very cognizant of like, how much time are you spending with this person? How many days in a row are you doing this? What kind of message or signals is that sending? Do you want to send those signals? Wow. Okay. So there was a lot. (laughs) Beck was just like, this is great. Going on a a trip with her was like, I'm breaking that cycle. Yeah. Wow. And my thing for me has always been like, eh, I'll go if he gets the these signals that I'm into him and then I'm not like whatever, I'll just dump him. Right. Like I don't give a fuck. And right. then you know, and you and for me it was this- like I'm gonna break out of this sort of, you know, mentality that I'd been in. Mm-hmm. Of, really? Was it conscious like that? I kind of. I mean, there was a You had to override that normal programming of being like, no, don't well, do Well, I this. think there's a like this idea of dating people just to date people like intentionally staying single to have fun dating as opposed to like inadvertently staying single dating a lot but like trying to find someone without forcing it of like the whole point is to try and hopefully find that person that you're like yeah i want to keep doing this and sometimes that's three times you see someone sometimes it's a couple of months and sometimes you know you Mm -hmm. immediately know that you want to really spend time. Were you in, had you been in that mode for the past few years? Like, were you, were you looking for a serious relationship or like not, or were you consciously keeping yourself out of that mentality? Well, I always thought in my, my mind was like, you can't go into something hoping it will be that serious relationship. Mm-hmm. It was more just like, go into it, have some fun and see what the hell happens. And like, but actually see these people for who they are. Yeah. And at a certain point when you're like, you do think about it. Like for me, when I would, if I would went on a date with someone and I had a really good date, I'd be sitting there in the kitchen with them being like, wow, this could be like my wife. Like this, what would this, what would my, you know, life flash, flash into Mm -hmm. the future, like 30 years from now? Like what kind of mom would this person be? What kind of, what does life look like with this person? And then you see them do something and you're like, oh, fuck no. (laughs) Like you just... But I, but I see you. I resonate. I feel like our like Libra energy, do. we're overthinkers and you put, everything is very precious. So there so is, but the second that it's done, you're like, nah, no, you no, have no, that, no, you no, have no. that moment and the, like, oh, and the first and you day and you see this moment off. and you're like, oh my gosh, like I can see myself running <laughs> yeah. through the dandelion field with yeah, this person. It's so romantic. And then they click their jaw when they eat and yeah, you're, you're like, like Kill that's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> Get the hell away from me. Don't block the number. 
block all social media. They're a jaw clicker. And then you're like, <laughs> that's a jaw it. clicker. Block that's all social media. It. <laughs> or you hear them pronounce a word one way. So I have. And you're like, you say windmill. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I knew Deal it was breaker. over with Becca. So when Becca came to you and was like, I'm pregnant. Wait, so even before that, we went to like, oh, like Gray went to Utah, had a trip to Utah and he like invited me. This is like two months in to go to Utah with him. So and you we guys, went to like Utah for You a guys week. were like, you guys were rolling in your relationship. I mean, this we was... like, when we went to Utah, like we drove, we drove in his car there and it was like a 12 hour drive and we camped out on the, uh, along the way in the back of his truck and we like stayed in Airbnb, in yeah. Airbnb together. This, was, this wasn't a situation of you guys, like I had gone on a couple dates, we had hooked up a few times and then I got pregnant. It was like, you guys were seeing each other. Yeah, but to be totally honest, like in the little bit of time leading, like in the, couple weeks leading up to our it was getting weird. pregnant it was it was weird because i was in a real we were both in really weird personal transitions mm. where he was going into his business stuff and was like dude i don't have emotional energy and time for this even though i want to be in this and for me i was like figuring all sorts of shit out yeah. where i was like i mean think about this this is like in april may this is towards the end of the bachelor well, i'm like no do you were in on, paradise yeah, like the producers were hounding her to the go on to paradise and we were talking about that yeah she was originally gonna go on the show and we were it was this sort of idea of like when you date someone knowing they're gonna go on vacation for three months yeah, and you're like, Study, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. and you're like, well, you're this abroad, is the best because no I can go into this thing, like no, I can dive in yeah. head first, and that they're was gonna leave. In safe place. Yeah, I think, you, in the beginning of it, you were confident. Yeah, and, and you were confident that, like, if even if you hurt this girl, she'd have she'd be springboarding off into like this success and all this all this goodness was coming her way. So it was probably not as much. Well, and it was stress. also the sort of like we can end this thing and be like, well, like maybe when you get back, like we can da, da, da. and then it's like, no. But then dude, yeah. the, but then she was getting weird. We don't have to ever talk about it. Literally on the night Ruth was conceived cuz shit got really weird like once we got back from Utah cuz then it was like I like you. But yeah. like, but now I'm, so I started distancing myself and I was just sort of like, this isn't working. Cause you were like, yeah, but also like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't think this is going to work. Like, I just don't think this is right between us. Like, I don't know. I was in another headspace and I was just like, I don't think this is right. And I kept getting this sense, which is really interesting looking back on it. Cause I'm always like really heavy on intuition. And mm -hmm. I swear I felt this intuition of like, if I continue on this relationship and like, don't go for the things I want, this is going to be bad. Like this is, I'm going to really? regret this. This is not going to end well. And I just know deep down in my heart that this has got to end. And like, that's how I felt. And that was the night before that you guys then had well, this conversation. No, and, then, and then just like, no, but then I remember we had this really serious conversation at my house and Gray was just like, you've been so distanced. Like, what do you want? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm -hmm. And I think we ended up saying, I love you. Or Grayson said, I love you. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, it was weird. It was, um, so you, made I love. did decide. Yeah, but it was came. weird. <laughs> There's this, like, for me, wasn't that romantic. I'm for like, Becca was on this like skyrocket mm -hmm. of like opportunity. Like, was, it was this yeah. like nonstop roller coaster ride of opportunity. But I was also kind of depressed at the same time. Like yeah. I and, was sort of like purposeless, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Well, it's weird because you say yes to everything. Because it was like, why would you say no in yeah, this Yeah, and you point? don't want to lose you the wanna... opportunity in the moment. Exactly. Of and then it was this idea of me being very consciously aware of like 
this girl's entire life is changing for the, the better, like economically for sure of like, why would I, who am I to be like, don't go on this show. Yeah. And I was starting to don't like, promote this like public. And I was like starting to go on auditions for like Netflix shows and stuff like that. Like bigger stuff. And it was like, yeah, I'm going to oh, wow. me dating her for two months. I'm going to be like, don't go on those. Don't take those opportunities for us. Mm. It was like, who the hell am I to put my foot down? So it was sort of a like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I'm not going to tell you to go on this. I'm not going to tell you to stay with me. It's like you either want to go on the show more than you want to stay with me or you want to stay with me more than like you're willing to just figure it out, but just know what you want to do. And so that was like really emotional and like snotty nose and tears and stuff. And then it just is all weird and it all kind of sucked, honestly. And at that time, and then I got pregnant and then that, then it really sucked. And then it got super real. Yeah. uh, And it really sucked. Yeah. So, When Becca told you, were you guys together when you found out or did you call? No, I called. He was at work. I was in my apartment. Did you call right away? Yeah. Well, okay. there was the, like, we both knew she might be. We didn't yeah, know for certain. Yeah, because I told him not to pull out. Okay. Let's just make that clear. And then I figured out, because I was like. We mm. all know that moment. We've all done well, it. Well, because I was like very Guys, when that ch- moment <laughs> some moments are meant to be lived in. Sometimes when you're living in the moment and someone tells you to do something like don't pull out, consider not living in that moment. <laughs> not that Ruth so, isn't a precious part of our you, lives. I was, did you tell him to not pull I out? I was loosely tracking my cycle and like, but not really paying attention. And like in the past, if I was around my period, I'd be like, it's fine. You don't have to pull out. And I was loosely tracking. And then basically I told him not to pull out. Cause like, eh, it's probably fine. And then I looked and I was ovulating the next day on my, okay. on my tracker. That Holy shit. Can I ask a question of, did you tell him not to pull out because you were enjoying the moment and wanted to have the full experience in that way? Or when you're talking about your intuition was something like going on in the back of your brain that like you feel like, no, I'm, I'm not saying in like a weird I sabotaging think, no, no, way. I'm no, no, saying no. like, I think there was a really weird part of me. And I think this is actually part of the reason why we didn't take plan B, even though like I've taken plan B before. I don't have anything against it or anything right. like that. There was like a weird part of me that was like, what if this like, like, well, what if I, like, I wonder if I could get pregnant and which like doesn't make any sense. And it wasn't like, I want to be pregnant. It was just like, I wonder like what would happen. Mm-hmm. And it was this very like that. That was a very distant thought in the back of okay. my head for sure. For sure okay. of like, you know, that thing where you're like, could this be possible? Mm-hmm. And then, but then reality hits and you're like, wait, yep, this is very possible. You fucking idiot. Of course <laughs> you're ovulating. Like, so you knew we both can't even explain why I didn't go and take plan B the next day. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. And then, yeah. So I took a, I took a pregnancy test bef- right before my period started and I got, uh, BFP, as they call it in the, on the interwebs, the big fat positive. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, we, we were trying have... to figure out what that meant when I was yeah. looking up if I was pregnant uh-huh. or not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, called great. I honestly, I mean, we kind of talked about this last time. I really don't want to get into those first few weeks yeah. and all that kind of stuff because it was honestly like looking it was, back on it now, especially it's traumatic. Being pregnant again. It's traumatic. It's traumatic. It's you... super traumatic. Like when you, yeah, it it, it was so hard for us in our relationship moving forward because like our in a way our trust for each other got sort of like broken where um 
like, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It was like, we just didn't trust each other. Like I didn't trust the way, like in the ways that he reacted towards me, which were pretty normal. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. And then like in the way he felt towards me of me making a decision that he didn't have any control over, it was just like mm -hmm. this lack of trust in a way. It's also for me, a big thing was, um, it's like this, this moment, you're not allowed to be selfish anymore. Yeah. Like if you're just in a relationship with, you know, and no shade to anyone, but if you're in a relationship without a kid, like you still have your own life. Of course. You still like as much as that other person is in it, like you do it's you, you still have your own life. You legitimately have freedom. Like for people with kids, looking at people in relationships without kids, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Like, it, you definitely, it definitely You're changes. So, you are free. You can yeah. do whatever you want at any moment. It's incredible. And then when you have a kid with someone, you're like, this isn't me anymore. This is us. Yeah, and now you can't this be is selfish. It's not, it's, there's no selfishness anymore. Yeah. Really. And, and yeah, I don't mean this, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny and throw shade, but you had, you had been living years and years of just getting to be fully selfish like even completely and not even being in a, well, serious, not being in a relationship. serious relationship because yeah. even that was a big shift for him too where i'd be like okay can you let me know if you're going on a fucking trip for a week like not that you owe this to me right, but like because why would you do that because you haven't like, done it in the past right it's yeah. like it's not like you owe that to me but like mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship you kind of like consider people yeah, or no, if you like would, say you're gonna come over later and then you just I would don't do stuff you know? yeah. i would i would make like ambivalent like, i would just be like yeah i don't know like yeah maybe we'll you know, maybe we'll, do we'll something. get together. Maybe later. I'll see you next week. I, I, I would go you. out of town or something, and she'd be like, "What the hell?" And I was like, right. "What do you like? Chill out." Yeah, like you go on trips all the time. I'm going on a trip with my friends. Like I'll see you in a week. But so in like one like foul swoop, <laughs> you became you had like the first serious super relationship, committed. and you're a father. Yeah, were right. you were you super anxious? There was and a big mix business. of things. And, oh, and the and business. The See, that business. was the other side the of it. The business was like one of the biggest so parts So Grayson of it, to was be starting um, the gym and... The climbing gym. The climbing gym. And if you've ever started a large business... Uh, any kind of business, any kind of business, but his business is huge. But your business is big, and you're having to deal with. Yeah, I have like literally so every. Oh I gosh. have like a lot of people involved in this. Like I am responsible to a lot of like managing a bunch of portfolios. I'm mm -hmm. responsible to other people, not just to myself to succeed in this business. So it's like, like actually a decent amount of other people yeah, yeah, and who so are like invested. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't, you know, you start a business because it's what you want to do, but mm -hmm. the responsibilities like are to other people. It's like, it's a very unselfish thing. Like as much as I am my own boss, I'm working for other like I'm working for these other means. Right. So to then have something like a kid, like what was what was happening in my brain was like I was suddenly conflicted between where do I put my energy? Mm -hmm. And now like I'd always wanted to be a dad. The thought of having a kid wasn't like I'd always wanted to, but the idea of having one unpre unprepared, mm -hmm. like unexpectedly was nightmarish to me yeah. because it was also like, what a worse time. Because mm. I'm mm -hmm. so, so much. concerned about this. I have no idea. I'm doing this for the first time. This is consuming all of my emotional waking mm -hmm. and like mental energy. And now I'm supposed to be there for this person. Like this is exactly what I'm not supposed to be doing while starting a business. Yeah. At least that's what I thought. 
it was actually the best thing for me because it just was like narrowing of the, like really narrowed my focus of like, there are two things that matter the most in my life right Mm -hmm. now is like being there for Becca and starting this business. And it was sort of like weed out all the BS and all the distractions. Um, I don't even know what was going through my head. It's just like that. It was like navigating fucking Instagram and navigating bachelor shit and navigating uh, business stuff and then relationship stuff and then like motherhood stuff. The it is crazy. I mean the the thing for me is the chillest thing going on for me last year in 2018 was the baby shit. Like I never had a doubt in my mind about like the and I actually told Gray when I got pregnant and he was just like, "Well, like what about all these opportunities ahead of you that are going to like disappear?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like I Yeah, I, she kind of blew me away with that one. Yeah, I, I said like, I don't know, like, I feel like this is, and and this sounds selfish. Like, I'm not saying that like we had a kid so that I could get motivated, but I was like, I can't think of anything that would like give me a greater purpose. Like, of course. And I guess that, I mean, it sounds sort of selfish, like bring a kid in the world so you can have a purpose. But I knew that like, my dad told told me like, you've always wanted to be a mom. Like, this is what you've always wanted. I I think it's hard to rationalize decisions, like deciding to do something like that. These are not, it's not a logical decision. It's like a gut, it's like a gut check decision of you know the odds or not the odds, but you're looking at the obstacles that are ahead of you. You're looking at the challenges that already exist in your life and you're trying mm-hmm. to th- to think of the ones that may come up. Right. And it's like, it ultimately doesn't matter. You know pretty fast, like, are you going to be a mom? Or, yeah. are you well, which is why it's this? important that people don't judge other people's decisions because there are so many factors going on in everyone's personal life. Like at the end of the day, I know that when you guys announced that you guys got backlash and you were dealing with people who were like, is it responsible and all that? And it's like, people don't understand that there were so many hours. I mean, and I don't even know, cause I'm just a, a, like, was a friend and we, we were just, you know, starting to become friends. And this is then like after the podcast, when you guys, when you were, you know, what, seven, six, seven months mm-hmm. pregnant, the vast amount of hours and tears and decisions and conversations that went into this. This is not some knee jerk thing. Like it's important for people to know that like, yeah, it's very well, different for each individual experiencing yeah, something like 100%. this. And you know, I think for us, the stress came from two, like as much as we don't have to justify that choice to anyone, mm-hmm. we did feel like we needed to justify it to ourselves. Even yeah. like to friends in LA, like the concept of that, like for one, the concept of, which is so funny, the concept of having a kid at 23 in LA Bewildering is like, for people. Is like I'm sorry, <laughs> what? That alone, but then for us to be in a new relationship with all this shit going on and in people being like, and you decided to it do this, like people, you fucking idiots, what the fuck are you doing? people out. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, broads interrupting one more time. Do your 2022 goals include some lofty financial dreams? Maybe you want to buy your first home or pay off your credit card debt, or maybe you just have a big project that may require some outside funding like a personal loan. Um, I speak from personal experience when I say I know that all of those things may bring some unwanted stress and anxiety, but breathe easy because Credit Karma is here to help. With Credit Karma, big financial milestones are a breeze. You can check out multiple loan offers side by side. You can even see your approval odds. So you can choose offers that are more likely to get approved and you can apply with confidence. 
So once you have your loan, Credit Karma can help you track your progress as you pay off your debt, and they'll even let you know if the option to refinance and save becomes available to you, which is awesome. Users that choose their loan with the help of Credit Karma save an average of 30% on interest rates, and the best part of it all, using Credit Karma is completely 100% free, okay? Making an account on Credit Karma takes just seconds, and listen to this, it has no effect on your credit score at all, which is huge. Um, I love using Credit Karma to track my finances and knowing that a trusted source like Credit Karma uh, can help me choose a loan when I need it makes the entire process a whole lot less intimidating. If you're ready to apply, head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers with your approval odds right now. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Okay, so I discovered this next brand, actually, at a very cute baby shower that I went to recently. Um, They had a bunch of bottles of delicious rosé and Sauvignon Blanc, and I asked the host about them, and she told me they were actually non-alcoholic wines from a company called Shirley. Shirley is the first non-alcoholic wine for wine lovers that actually tastes good. No, really, I have tried a non-alcoholic wine before, and I will just say it. It was really gross, like drinking grape juice from a fancy bottle. But Shirley is really, really so different. There are four different varieties to choose from. They have a rosé, they have a Sauve Blanc, a Pinot Noir, or my personal favorite, the Sparkling White. And all of the bottles have really amazing flavor profiles. There are so many reasons you may choose not to drink, too. I know for myself, sometimes I want to unwind after a long day with a glass of wine, but I'm not looking for that uh, foggy brain the next morning. And that's when I pop a bottle of Shirley Rosé. And let me tell you, I get all of the delicious flavors of the rosé without the alcohol part, which, to be honest, is what I've been looking for lately. Chatty Broad's listeners here can visit Hi. Shirley.com slash chatty and use code chatty to receive 20% off all Shirley products. That's spelled H I S U R E L Y dot com slash chatty and use code chatty for 20% off. Yeah. Okay, I mean, she freaked me out. And the, uh, it was this I remember telling her if I was 23 years old with the opportunities you had, I wouldn't be in a relationship. I would be. I, I would be off. Like I'd be traveling nonstop. I'd be doing all these things. And instead, like you want to go back to school and, and be pregnant. I don't it's know. Like, it's like, you- I think a lot of people misunderstand like the kind of person I am. And like, I don't know. I like to have fun and I like to be risky and like have adventures and all that kind of stuff. But it's like not my personality to like fuck around and like party and shit for my different 20s. kinds, different kinds of risking adventures. Like someone, someone else's risky <laughs> like adventure, you know, might be like, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to go to Indonesia for three weeks with yeah. some, with some guy. Yeah, Hopefully there'll exactly. be some, uh, I'm going to try bungee jumping or some girl. <laughs> And there she's like, I'm going to start a family and I'm going to do this and I'm going to go, well, I'm going to go to school pregnant and yeah. like, well, the exci- do all the hardest things possible. <laughs> the exciting oh, she's always loved to be an adventure. Yeah. The exciting thing for me is like, how can I make these like seemingly mundane things me? And mm-hmm. like through all this, like I'm still me and I still have fun and I still have like my, I don't think I've, I think I've been lucky in that I don't feel like I've struggled with my personal identity through this journey into motherhood. And that's been like a real, 
that's been a real like blessing and for me. We hit the lottery at the fact that we are still having fun together. Mm-hmm. Like we totally beat the I don't, odds. I don't know. I think we need to, mind. I think we need to give ourselves more credit than that because the truth is like going through like the pregnancy stuff is like, it was not fun times. And we admitted it recently that like both of us didn't really want to be together. Like yeah. at all. We're giving can ourselves I, a big pat on the back. Can I ask a are. question? When did you guys decide once Becca, you decided that you were ready to be a mom. When did you guys decide that you were going to stay? stay together i don't think there well, was, it wasn't really an option i don't think there was ever like really a conscious decision like it was sort of like okay so i guess now we move in together and like we try to make this work okay. i'm actually glad you asked that because that was probably the biggest stress point on our relationship was why my reasons my like for her she was like you were so like unwavering and the like well you're not going anywhere even though oh yeah we would have these conversations where becca would say what do you want and I'd yeah. be like, don't ask me that because it's not my choice. Yeah. I'm sort of along for the ride of whatever you're going to do, I'm going to react to. And I'm letting you know, like, I'm not going anywhere if this happens because that's not an option for me. It's like if I'm going to I'm going to stick around and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm see the end of this dad. story, which I vastly I'm going to be a dad because, if that's what we're yeah. doing. And then that was never an option for Grayson. For her, it was like, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a present dad mm-hmm. for her. It was like, well then what the fuck is our relationship? Is it just a responsibility? Is it just an are obligation? Are you just with me because you are, are we just deciding in a contra- to be a dad? Right? Is this contractual at this point? Yeah. Like, like we're living together just because you're, you, yeah. Like, and then that's Convenience. really mm-hmm. hard when you're with someone of like, are, are you okay being with somebody where your journey might be that we grew to like love each other or that like I fell in love with this person and then we did this. It's like we both had to accept the fact that our narrative was going to be like we're going to work yeah. at our relationship but and I don't we're going to work hard for it and I, we're going to like. I don't know how you felt, but I felt if I was if I'm being completely truthful, I think I felt in that first year, like I had a bit of an escape plan, like going out, I was like, all right, so we're going to do this. And maybe like a year after this baby's born, like maybe we'll part ways and we'll live close to each other. And, uh, and like, we'll live, cl- we'll live on the same street and we'll yeah. have equal time with the baby. Like I, have, I was always, you were thinking we would have always full conversations about it. Yeah. There was at one point a legitimate plan was on the table of like, we're going to get through year number one together. I remember you told me that. And then we're going to like, we we have an agreement that we'll live within a certain type of mileage Mm -hmm. of each other. But we had a full thing that we were like, we're sticking it out for this. And then, you know, if we part ways, we're going to part ways as friends. We're not, because we got to raise this kid together. I did always know that. And we had talked about this and we still say this, like, if we were to ever break up and I, we still feel this way, like we would not be like the vindictive couple that would be like pulling no. the kid back and forth, like trying to get full custody. Like that's just but not I think, us. I think though, if I can say something no, to our even listeners, if it was though, us, our parents wouldn't let us do that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but I think something that's important for the listeners to know is I, and I, I, when you say that I would like as a spectator, spectator wholeheartedly believe it. But I think something about, 
your guys's relationship that you guys did so beautifully, regardless of like that it came about in a shock, is that you guys have been as what I've seen so communicative from the beginning mm. and being really blatantly honest about the fact, like, hey, I don't know if this is gonna work long term. Instead of just keeping your mouth shut and kind of being like, we're gonna try to look make this look IG perfect and be like just super like, okay, we'll figure out how this is gonna work, but I'm not gonna ex- explain my struggle. There's something that was so beautiful about how honest you guys were with each other even though it might have not been like easy or like the cookie cutter way to do it that I believe if and I was like watching it going oh if they decide after Ruth is born like they don't want to be together it will be a break in which Ruth will know how loved she is and you guys will continue to love each other as human beings yeah because and I think if listeners and if you end up in a situation like this, the communication was beautiful between the two of you and always has been from the outside. Well, yeah. And I also think you got to like ask yourself, do I really care about and love this person? And like, my thing was, even if Grady was to like, even now, if he was to, like cheat on me and do something terrible, like I'd still care about him. And like, I would still care about Ruth and I would still want like, I still know, man, I saw somebody do a post about this on Instagram and she was like, when me and my first husband broke up, no one asked if he was a good father. They just like pushed me to like try to get full custody take. And she's like, the truth is though, if I was being honest with myself, like my ex-husband was a good fucking father. And like, Mm -hmm. she's like, I never felt like I had the right to deprive my child Mm -hmm. of a good father and like i definitely felt that way where like there's no way i would like try to take away my child from a Mm -hmm. father that like loves her and that like takes care of her and cherishes her like no matter what he'd do to me like nothing's gonna come in the way of knowing that he is a good parent to my children yeah but we were also like if we're just fighting if -hmm. neither one of us wants to be in this what are we doing what's the like what kind of why would we stick around to raise a kid in that thing like let's just both be happy and it was hard too because like uh we said this recently where it's like we both admitted that we were both saying like i love you and we're just trying to kind of convince ourselves where you're like i love you so much and your head you're like i think i love this person so much like i want to like this person but i don't really that much but that's why it's i think it's like it was we were both we we both really place a lot of value on honesty, yeah. which sounds like oh, I'm so place value on honesty, but yeah, it cliche. is like it's so it is really hard. It may to sound find cliche, someone. but a lot of people don't do it. I mean, let's be real. No, and it's sort of like if you're that's what you do owe someone mm-hmm. in that situation. Is like it took me a long time to get comfortable telling her that I talking about my doubts between us, but then only once we do is it sort of like well, I'm really happy I got to put that out there. And then we actually have something. Yeah, I mean, like, there was like certain things. Something, like, it becomes, there's a physical thing there, even if it's just words. It's like, oh, wow, we can actually, now we can d- deal with this. Yeah. Yeah, At least when, now it's out. Like when you were able to verbalize to me, like, I don't want to like be intimate in multiple ways with you because I'm angry. I've been angry at you. Like that means to be, to, to hear somebody admit something and like, it is powerful and it actually helps. Like as yeah. much as you think it's going to be worse, it actually like, you know what's going on. Right. It may be hard in the moment, but like it yeah. takes the guesswork out, which is where so much of the anxiety in a relationship is. And I feel like that festers bitterness too, is totally. when you're just stuffing stuff instead of 100% verbalizing And there it. was a lot of working through that of like unpacking what's actually going on. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not fun. Were you guys... 
again, backbone of our relationship. We get stronger each time we tell each other that I don't want to be with you. <laughs> and then we, I hear that and I say, oh, oh really? Because watch, how, show you. watch, watch how, how I good shine. I am. Watch, watch, how me, I shine. watch how I shine. Watch me glow right now, bitch, because you're never going to find another. I'm going to make you breakfast tomorrow and do the dishes. Find, yeah, go find that. Watch this. And I'll tell her and then she'll be like... Fine. Prove wow, it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. So I want to know if there was, if there was a moment, um, maybe before Ruth was born or was it after Ruth where you guys kind of had this moment? Cause I know something shifted where it maybe went from a lot of not knowing, you know, where we got positive and we were like, Oh, we love each other and mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the journey to that or whatever. Well, you know, I, I I honestly did underestimate and again I'm not I'm being hundred percent serious. I underestimated the like the pregnancy hormone aspect of it as well. Yeah. Because now going to the second pregnancy, I recognize some of the little things that happen in me where I go, Oh, this isn't normal Becca, this is pregnant Becca coming yeah. out. Like the other day when Grayson was chewing next to me and I was like, You're like stop you're just chewing is disgusting you're repulsive you know and like that came out the other day and i was like oh this is pregnant becca like mm-hmm. this is not actually how i feel towards grayson <laughs> yeah, you know this is pregnant becca and the hormones are real so yeah. when you're getting to know someone while being pregnant you gotta oh. realize that the majority of the pregnant i was like i am repulsed by this person and like i cannot ever picture spending the rest of my life with this person much less another year you know like I didn't want, I know when I was pregnant the last few months, like I didn't want Evan anywhere near me and I adore him. I did not want him near me. She would say stuff like, Oh no, what did I say? The sight of you. (laughs) It's nothing that you are doing, but your presence right now is invasive. And she would be like, I don't remember saying that, but that sounds right. She would just be like, I don't want to see you Mm -hmm. right now. I would have just gotten home. It was like, there yeah, were moments. Yeah, and then I'd be like, I'm horny, I want to have sex. And then after I'd cry and I'd be like, that wasn't intimate and you were just yeah. using me. And like, just, it's it's hormone bullshit. Now it's I'm all like, <laughs> now, I'm, now she's literally like, your chewing bothers me. I'm like, go in the other fucking room now. Because yeah, I'm eating I, dinner at the dinner table and I'm not going somewhere else. So like, chewing. pack your pregnant ass up and go in the bedroom. But imagine like, not knowing someone and thinking that this is actually how you feel towards this person. Oh, do you know what I mean? Well, because that's the thing. So when I'm, when I was pregnant, Evan and and I, we've been together for so long. (laughs) Get me a cup of water. I hate how you smell, but get me some water. I hate how you smell. No, and Evan and I had been together for many years. So when those hormones started to creep in, I would have those moments of like, is this who I am now? Do I hate him now? But there'd be the realization of, no, this is the person I love. It has to be. If I didn't have that foundation, no, you start to really think like, this is how I feel about this person. Of course. This is terrible. So, (laughs) so once you had Ruth, did that like shift for you? Um, it's really hard to pinpoint it. I mean, there was a lot of 
there was a lot of shifts. Like, to be honest, I think the final biggest shift for me personally was when we moved into this new house in Long Beach. And it was sort of this like symbolic shift. Like we left behind our first place we had been in together that had a lot of beautiful memories with Ruth, but also a lot of painful arguments, fights. Like, I don't even know if we've like hardly even had a fight in the new house. And it's like, there's don't some desecrated. Yeah, no, <laughs> knock on wood. As soon as you um, guys start arguing, you got to like go, go for a drive and uh-huh. go somewhere else. Fight outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the neighbors are like, my God, it's bad at fighting energy in this house. But like that shift of being like, okay, like stepping into a new chapter was really for me, like the final release of like letting go mm-hmm. of a lot of the shit that uh, we had carried through our relationship. So I felt for me, like that was like the for me the final shift into like we're in a good place yeah. we're finally in like in a good place where i'm like in a good confident place we also set up stuff where we were we acknowledged that together where we were like fuck like we're doing pretty good as far as like supporting each other but like we haven't gone on dates we haven't gone we haven't gone to have fun with each yeah. other in a while and we need to start making time to date again mm-hmm. rather than just navigate life together because it's a cliche like date the date your husband or whatever but it's like you really no. didn't get a chance to date at that point you're <laughs> like no you you literally are just going through like Emotions. the responsibilities of life together right. and that can be really tiring and you're like wow i just want to come home and just relax and yeah. it's like yeah that's nice but then it gets like what are we doing? Like, this is this person who you're supposed to be having all this fun with. You're supposed to be doing these things, not just like wading through like life's, you know, yeah, speed bumps or like rap, like the, like the rapids, you know, it's mm-hmm. like we're on some level fives right now <laughs> yeah. and we need to get through the shitty part of the river. Yeah. And like, where are we going to have some fun? And so we were like, okay, Friday nights, we're going to start going out to restaurants. Mm. We made like a game plan on going to a one nice restaurant a month. So we could be like, that's our $75 person. Like we're going to go, we're going to go crazy. And then we'd be like, here's our neighborhood, like $15 dinner, like date night spot where we just go have fun, have a couple drinks, then go home and like, Remember that like we actually are friends and like I want to laugh and smile and be with you. I felt like there was a personal shift for me though too where I had to let go of – I had been um, almost like tallying in my head all these different ways that Grayson bugged me or like annoyed me and things that he wasn't. They're written down in her (laughs) journal. It probably. And like all these things that Grayson wasn't. And I, yeah, I made a shift. I don't know how, but like, but I'm being serious. Like I made a shift into like, Oh wait, I'm going to start seeing this person like for who he actually is. And when I started doing that, then things got like so much more fun, which is like, duh, when you can just start like enjoying the person who's right in front of you instead of worrying about who you're not with. There's it's way also, better. So there's been so much growth between t- the two of us. But for me, one big thing was like, we're sort of on this, this, I keep using these metaphors, but like the ride you can't get off. And it's like, you can go through instances of life like that. Again, it's a cliche. Like you can go through it kicking and screaming or you just like, you know, go with the current and be Love like, flow, yeah, yeah, you know, like this is awesome. Like we have this young family together. We're both doing our own thing. We're both supportive of each other doing our own thing. Like what the fuck more do you want? Like why at a certain point you're just like, this is cool. Well, we both started getting in our own flow too. And that's another thing that really helped is you got, you were getting towards the end of the project 
and getting towards opening the business, I was really in the, in 2019, I've gotten into the flow of like my shit, the podcast with other personal business stuff and like getting into the flow of like what I want. I have my shit. I'm not a wash anymore in this world of not knowing what I'm going to do and what my purpose is. There's a little more scheduling like, like in for your brain. I know what I want. I know what my goals are for the near future. We also like changing identities. Both of us. I think that's a big thing was our relationship started really like the pregnancy um her coming off the show me starting this was like we were going through huge identity, identity shifts. shifts you guys were regardless of a baby we're going through huge identity yeah. shifts and so like then when, let alone add you that. know the idea of like when did we start being able to like really have fun with each other again or like really start recognizing that we loved each other was when i think we both kind of like were able to be like Oh, I love me now. Yeah. And I understand, or like, I understand who I am now and I'm accepting who I am now. I'm accepting my new role as her partner and Ruth's dad and like the owner of this business and like someone's boss. I think that's part of the reason why that why Ruth being born did help us shift so much too, is that we now had new identities that we got to share together. We had a new identity we were both coming right. into as parents. And it was like so cool to be like, yeah, and really believe it and be like, yeah, you're a good dad. And like, yeah, you're a good mom. And it's like, go team. We're both like now parents. Yeah. Like, you know, we were in that together. Did we make sure to tell each other we're like really proud of each other all the oh, time and to be like encourage them of like, go do this. I mean, she's, I'm such a cheerleader for her of, and when you're not around of like, <laughs> Never yeah. when she's around. Never. No, you no. got to keep her guessing. Exactly. <laughs> um, Is yeah, she's like a big, me? she's an inspiration for me mm. as I go through my own things. And it's like, when we recognize that when, if you're lucky enough to have that in the person you're dating, which like, I hope the person, mm. whoever you are, listener that you're in a relationship with inspires you. That's like, it's a very calming feeling to know you're in the right place if you're getting that from someone. True. It's beautiful. That's so real. And yeah. be like, oh, I want to be like you in these different ways. Like, oh, I want to be like you in these different ways. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It, that's cool. And to acknowledge that. and That's, that's science. That <laughs> is science. Oh. Illuminati. <laughs> um, no, but for real, for me to be like, oh, man, like the way you're so or, so organized and the way you tackle challenges like as they come at you instead of putting them off for three months until you absolutely <laughs> have to at the end like that's a, the way gray is and i'm just like oh that's so cool and gray's like damn like when i was 24 like there's no way i'd be doing that shit and you're like accomplishing so mm-hmm. much and like you know what you want and it's like cool to recognize that in I each mean, other 24 is very different human being I understand this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very glad that I did not have a podcast at 24. I'm so glad I did not knock someone well. up at 24. Oh, geez. <laughs> but now you guys are on this whole different. Yes, my new baby. For yeah, the- I sort of even forgot yes. about that. Now I almost spilled the beans. You know what, though? The thing is, <laughs> yeah, you did. with both Grayston and I's personality, I think, honestly, it needed to be this way. No. He's like, we could have done it a little more simply, but it's fine. It's fine. There's at this point, it's like it's easy. It was much easier to accept that she's pregnant again than pregnant for the first time. No, no, I don't mean for the second baby. I'm just talking about like becoming parents and like committing to someone in that way. Like, I honestly don't. I think I always would have talked myself out of like. 
formally oh. committing to someone. Like oh, I yeah. there always would have been a better person. You would have been that way. You weren't gonna, you had never been in a serious like a super serious relationship. I don't know if I ever the would universe have made if you it guys wasn't Yeah. For the universe. Mm-hmm. I like I, I what is it? Um Inception in this yeah. way of like, you know, I trap I would have needed to trap myself. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably would have like found some way to get. I would have just come up with an excuse. And now we're fully trapped, but it's good. <laughs> now you're fully trapped. I mean, the thing is, we both like the place that we're at, mm-hmm. and we're both excited about the future too. Where we're like, "Ooh, where can yeah. we move Stockholm. to next? Like, where Stockholm. syndrome? <laughs> we're like, where can we travel next? Like, what can we do? I don't know. It's like fun because we're at a place where like." We have the commitments of children and all that kind of stuff. But also we're both in the same place of like the sky's the limit. Like Mm -hmm. where can we go? Where can we move? What can we do? The energy is so different. Plus, yeah. I mean, like depending on the kind of school they go to also, we can have all the freedom that we want. Sure. Boarding school. Very true. In England. Send them away. (laughs) And it's like they were never there. Yeah. It's like they were never there. For nine months out of the year. Nine glorious months you know what's so interesting though that i'm thinking about now having a four-year-old is that like you guys in a couple years are going to be in a spot where you will be having more opportunity to have date nights and that'll be i feel like that is like such a a cool spin almost on how you guys are going to like become more intimate that way where it's like when you guys are going to have the ability to maybe go on vacations more alone, have date nights more alone, you'll have this crazy foundation and camaraderie already. I mean, I have a lot of, you know what I mean? One of the things I tease her about is when I'm going to go on vacations alone, (laughs) but we, um, I mean like, uh, honestly, I have a lot of like faith in our relationship because we, we just went through so much shit where I like really didn't think it was going to work. And then now it's working and it's sort of like, oh, well, that's like a testament to like the stuff we can make it through together. And so right. I don't, I feel pretty unfazed. Yeah. When you guys are like having an argument about like who didn't do the dishes or whatever. It's and like, it's kind of like, well, what about like what you guys well, have been doing in the past? we know who didn't do the dishes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but. <laughs> Will not. Um, but we don't like, we, I don't know. We got so much of our fighting out the first year, like. Fights are just like so little now. Mm-hmm. Like they're so small. I don't have time. <laughs> okay. but, but like, no, but it's true. Once you have a kid, you're a little bit like, I mean, we don't have time. And look at what you guys did already together in this, like, in this whirlwind that you were in and you guys accomplished it. So there's like this massive, I don't know. I would imagine there's this massive confidence kind it's, of like, there is, I'm, like, I know I can do going this. Going into number two right yeah. now is so, Greasy. jokes aside, it's much simpler. Like just knowing what to expect from her yeah. emotionally as she navigates being pregnant and how like which is already like so much better. Like yeah. the fact I'm like for, through my first trimester and it's like and you're able to talk about but it. But on Ember turning four, that's the stuff I'm now anxious about. Is like babies are easy because babies they're, are just they're babies. so fun when they're like Ember uh, is a force and a personality all her own but it's so fun she's also she unique so it. you know oh but totally <laughs> but you never know i we think the thing is she has a sure. voice and she can walk and like open doors mm-hmm. and stuff like that and that yeah, but you know what she can me. also stay at, <laughs> under you know what grayson she can also stay at grandma's for the week when she's that age. that's really? the thing when evan and i feel like we're about to literally just like pass away from the exhaustion of being like, this is too much. And she's asking too many questions and we haven't had a moment together that we're not like just fixated on her. 
she's of this age where we can be like, hey, guess what? We got to go away for two nights <laughs> well, and we'll go away for two nights and you seal that bond in and then you go back into it and you're like, this is great. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it allows for more freedom for sure. Even though it's a whole different ball game, you don't feel. And then also when there's a child that can voice what they want, there's honestly less stress in my opinion than mm-hmm. having an infant and you're trying to figure out what the problem is versus a kid being like, this is what I'm upset about, you know, whatever. So, yeah. okay. First of all, thank you guys for being open and honest and sharing all this. We appreciate you. Thanks. So can we get into some questions? Mm-hmm. Yes. Some of the broads sent some questions that I'm excited to, uh, to dive into. So also, I just want to say like, Having the second baby, I don't know. It's just like really exciting because we get to do it all over and like it's fun now. Yeah. Like Gray gets to be like, I love you, baby. This is so fun. You know, it's just like different. Mm-hmm. And also just like, like I, I'm excited for the birth. Like the first time it was kind of me and my mom. And like, I know Gray's probably going to make some snarky joke about how he doesn't want to be there and he'll be at the bar. But like the, we'll get to <laughs> like, well, I don't know. We get to like do that together. And it's like. And then you have, and then warm. you have. Let me just Ruth, and you're going to be introducing your daughter to the little one, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's some powerful what stuff. Were you say, the idea of being, I'm excited about the birth. Yeah, that's a new concept. We have, huh? Yeah, there's like a somewhat of an edited memory, I think, of what the birth experience is like. It's like to, it is a lot mm-hmm. to see like a natural childbirth. Mm-hmm. And she's excited about it. Oh Are you yeah, to do it at home. Like Lord she's so willing. excited. Just YouTube videos. Oh no, she's genuinely. <laughs> she is genuinely excited, and yeah. that kind of uh, blows my mind. I know it's so cool. It's a walk through the fire, you know. I live for a challenge. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Hey, broads. My name is Sarah. I'm from Alabama. Roll Tide, and um. First of all, I love y'all's podcast. I wake up every Tuesday and Thursday and, like, hit play on y'all's podcast before I even get out of bed. Um, I'm so here for it. Obsessed with y'all. All All right. So my question for Grayson and Becca is what personality traits of your partners do you guys see in Ruth and what personality traits of your partners would you choose to pass down to your next baby? Um, thank you and um, stay chatty. Bye. Why is that like making me I know, tear Becca, up right now? Sarah, Becca's <laughs> literally crying. Gray's eyes are a little glassy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a sweet question. It's so sweet. Becca's fully crying. Sobbing you guys are literally crying. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. Why? Well, okay. now, great. Well, cool. Now, um, I think it's a cry train. <laughs> I see Becca's stubbornness in Ruth. Do you? Mm-hmm. Cute. Like if you, if you take something away from her, the look on her eyebrows. <laughs> She's like, there's this like confused I see the the little squint. Yeah. I see like Ruth has like this ability to like connect with people right away in the way that Gray does, where she's like 
this girl, like, I swear from straight out the womb, she was like ready to make friends yeah. with everyone she meets. She's like, hey, hi, how are you? Like, let's get coffee sometime. Like, she is so stoked on like mm-hmm. meeting people and like connecting with people. And that, that makes me think of Grayson, I think, because he's like that, where he's just like, like yeah, let's, like, great. <laughs> Yeah, the other day I, I said that I wanted more friends along with me. She was like, well, hit up blah, blah, blah. Ask him to go to lunch. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. What the fuck? It's, you weirdo. Like, no. Those dad moments where I was like, well. <laughs> Here's your options. It's not going to happen if you don't do that. So. <laughs> and then Gray's all like, you want to go surfing? You want to come over? Like, oh you want to be my child's godfather? No, I'm just kidding. It's not like that. But yeah, just like this, like, let's, let's be friends. Mm. Let's connect. That's and so then sweet. What would we pass down to the next baby? I mean, I'd be down. Let's pass. I'd pass on the same thing. I, I'll have a whole little gaggle of friendly ass kids. Yeah, wait, wanting to make friends. Yeah, because like something I've I've always admired, like something I've always wanted. That's been important for me to be with, and and Grace is no exception. Is someone that's like doesn't care who the fuck you are. Like doesn't yeah. care. How much money you make doesn't care like what you look like anything they're just like yeah i'll be your friend like why the fuck not like more friends the better you mm-hmm. know and like that's just such a good quality instead of like so many people especially like in this city we live in are like trying to figure out how they can get to the next step and who can get them there yeah and what these friendships how these friendships can benefit them instead of just being like i just want to be your friend because yeah, like there's why the not? purity yes yeah. and yeah. I, I yeah and so I, that's what i would pass on i would um becca's smarter than me <laughs> so i would rather that get passed through <laughs> How am I smarter? You, get, you've graduated college. She's, beaming. Better, she's a much she's a much better student mm. than I ever was. Come on, that's what you would pass on to your kid is like them being a good student like me. Whatever the personality trait is that goes with that, like absolutely. I would mm. pass that on. I do not want me as like I don't want my school. <laughs> Like, however, whatever it was, the personality trait of me going through school was, I'd rather no, I'm have so, yours. There's like a dark side of it too, because I'm very performance oriented. So the side of it is like, not that I'm a good student, but like, I want my professors to think I'm a good student okay. and I want to be a better student than everyone else. Right, there. right, but right. There's a difference of like, she'll strive to get an A. Yeah, there's still the, the determination. Like, well, though. a B is basically an A because it means <laughs> I got the idea right. I just didn't do all the extra BS to get yeah. the A. So, like, but I think like, I think I was fine with the B's <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. maybe I'm giving myself too much credit, but I have like a curiosity to learn. And so like, especially being back in college right now, I mean, you're seeing me as like an adult in college, not as an 18 year old in college. So you have to like, remember that too, is I have the perspective now about like now being a mom and this is like my free time. So when I'm yeah, in school, you're enjoying it. I'm like, what's the assigned reading? What can I get out <laughs> of this? You know, I'm like taking advantage of my education in a way that like I was not doing as a 19 mm. or 20 year old. So there's that too. But like, I feel like I do have a curiosity for learning, and like I want. You're the same way, though. You're like a reader, and a, anyway, I like that question though. Kind, intelligent babies. Yes. Kind, intelligent, stubborn babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all right. This ready. is kind of fun. I'm ready. All right. 
Hey broads, this is Drea Peace Love from Northern California, and this question is for Becca and Grayston, specifically Grayston. Um, I wanted to know whether you listen to Becca's podcast and um, what you think about her crazy stories or crazy sexcapades, whether you get jealous or if it makes you feel weird, or do you guys talk about that beforehand? Um, but just how do you handle, I guess, just hearing all her crazy stories love you becca love you jess (laughs) chat soon grayson's like what they're both laughing way too hard i listened to a handful of the podcasts (laughs) when they first came out like probably i honestly haven't listened past when you guys had rob bell on yeah he listened to that and there was not a whole lot of sex capating going on (laughs) we didn't talk with rob about all of our (laughs) explicit sex stories well, there was another. I, I don't think Grayston has any idea what we talk about on this podcast. Well, there was another. A few people actually sent in questions that were basically just saying, "Does it, bo- Gray? Does it bother you that Becca's open about her sex life on the podcast?" Which do I talk about our sex life that much? Don't look at no, me. No, no, like your sex life. Okay, like just, but I'm just asking you. Like, do I talk about oh. Grayson's no, sex life? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Talk about like past People, sex. Capades. I mean, friends have asked me that or asked Evan and I that question a bunch. They're always just like, Evan, does it bother you that Jessica talks about the fact that she likes her balls on your eyes or <laughs> your balls on her eyes? You got me there on for a second. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> People, I still don't understand it, but I'm know. willing to accept that, which I do not understand. So how do you feel about that now? Knowing that. <laughs> So it's not just Becca talking about it. I will. I'm confused on if it's whether or not she's talking about us or other people or just her sex, like life sex experiences. None of it really bothers me, to be honest. Like as this is a quote, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. Like one of the things I think back on it, um, the previous question is like, I'd rather it be honest. Mm hmm. Like I'd rather have someone, I'd rather listen to the podcast and have someone answer her thing than to be like, she's lying. She's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Grayson's like that shit is not. I'd rather be like, if it's embarrassing, I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah. You don't talk about your guys. Well, we had, we had literally at Thanksgiving, we had my family. We were playing, what the hell game was it? We were playing with my family. Oh my God. We were playing um, the one where everyone has to answer and you have to guess whose answer it was. Oh God, what is it? It's a really fun game. Yeah. But there was one question where it was like, if someone were to like, like have a perspective into like your personal moments, like what embarrassing fact about you would they find out? And me and Becca like looked at each other and was like, fuck. Like, (laughs) I guess. What are they gonna? We gave like, like two of the most answer, honest answers out? on we the table. We were like straight up really? honest. Like here's some super embarrassing stuff. And it wasn't that bad. You, I said like I picked my nose in the car, and Grayson said like I love. <laughs> I won't reveal you, but we like. We, you go ahead and say it. Put me on blast. No, I'm not going to. But it was like we definitely gave the most honest answers at the table, and everyone else was like, I watch a lot of Food Network, and we're like, what kind of dark shit? What kind of dark shit? You definitely have some body underneath. He's got some serious stuff because going everyone on. answers were like your dad's was I work in circles and I'm like that's your that's your embarrassing secret you're trying to hide oh no, working oh like mentally like, working in circles yeah, yeah. Being, 
Like sometimes oh. I work all day and end up where I started. Like, like that's your dark secret. If you saw a camera on me in my house, like I go home and I watch TV. And yes, I, don't, I avoid doing that, my dishes. Oh my someone's god, someone's was like I dance around in my underwear, and like I'm like that's what <laughs> you like every night. That's me. Yeah. Oh so, gosh. Our, Love, like. Oh my goodness! I well, I like, feel like what's the weird shit? <laughs> yeah, you no, there's gonna be some, some dark, dark. There's stuff. some dark stuff. Like you guys are into furries, sex, or Ooh, something like yes, that. Live, for the, um, <laughs> live I, for the furries. I, I have to say though, with Becca, I feel like we're. I mean, you and I both obviously this podcast. We've pretty much like decided like we are not going to hold back. We have to be yeah. real and honest. Yeah. But we're only really typically real and honest about our own stuff. I don't think you're not putting like, people on blast. No, like I don't really there was about- this guy named Mark and him and I did this, this, that like, we're not really, you know? No, I, I didn't like the only thing I say about us is that like, I don't really talk about our sex life except that I'm like, Oh my God, the new shower in the house is amazing. It's yeah. like a sex dungeon. I'll like say shit like that. We know about the shower. Yeah. The shower's awesome. <laughs> Shower's fucking tight. Yes. The shower is incredible. I literally showed my friend. I was like, the shower is amazing. Oh, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't go into full detail, but I was like, do you ever <laughs> think about like the fact that you both could die when you have sex in the bathroom? What do you mean? It's oh, like dangerous. Slip and die? So like our, our shower is just romantic. glass walls. <laughs> and sometimes I'll have this vision of like, what if we just like slip? And then all of a sudden, like my arm goes through the shower oh and then I like slice my arm off because we're just getting it You've, on in the shower. I've literally uh, never thought about that. Oh, I've thought about it. I've thought about like, what if I just push you through the shower? Wait, on accident or like my foot okay? slips? Well, I cracked my head open oh in the shower God. when I was a kid. I Seriously? slipped. I slipped on the tile. Uh, when I was on fucking grip tape in no there, baby. When I was on swim team, we were horsing around in the shower as boys do, <laughs> and I slipped. <laughs> it was a big group shower. What and were I you slipped. guys doing in the group shower? Shh, doesn't matter. It's be- <laughs> way beside the point. We were horsing around. <laughs> okay. Just boy stuff, I guess. I slipped (laughs) and I slid forward, and my head hit the shower nozzle, and I cut my, I like cracked my head open. And so I'm like, you know, I'm very well aware of how slippery them shower tiles can get. <laughs> I am and safety I'm like, aware of sex I think in the about shower. That. I've slipped conscious. in the bathtub. I've slipped getting in and out of the bathtub. How's and I've stubbed I? my toe on the drain. <laughs> that shit hurts. I'm it dangerous. sucks. That does hurt. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, it sucks. There's a lot of things go on. And that's why I'm like, is it really worth it to have sex in a tub if you got like two inches of water in there? No. It's just for the sake of... It's just more to like do it while you have the availability. See, we never have sex the in the bathtub here. You're like, let's fill that baby two inches up and let's no, go. Also, the bathtub here is so small that I would just be like, we would just get angry. We'd probably start fighting because like your leg hot. won't. Yeah. So hot. Potentially. Hey, Brods and Grayston. This is Tonya from Wisconsin. I love your show. Um, I have been married to my husband for nine years and we've been together for 13 And we are still learning things about each other and ourselves. (laughs) And we joke a lot about how some of our really strong personal characteristics are some of the most positive things that we bring to our relationship. But then some of those characteristics are also what makes us like the most annoying thing in the world to the other person. (laughs) So my question for Becca and Gray is... What is your favorite thing about the other person and what is the most annoying thing about the other person? Thanks. Bye. Fantastic (laughs) question. Well, Tonya. 
Oh, I know exactly what an- what about <laughs> me annoys Becca. What is oh, it? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Well, let's try to guess. Okay. Let's well, we should definitely start with the annoying and then end on the positive note, obviously. For sure. So of course. what do what annoys me? Oh, well, things about me that annoy Becca is um for instance, if I am in if I, if we're with people, if we're with people and I make a joke and then I look around to Becca to see, like, do no. you see the joke that I no, made? No, he looks around the whole room. <laughs> he's like, he's laughing at his own joke. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> looking around, seeing if anyone else is laughing. Wait. Drives me nuts. It's, it's the most non-obvious. I mean, it's the most obvious thing ever. He's not Wait, even subtle. So- he's just like, he's just like tells the joke. And then he's like, <laughs> Wait, so have you told, did you tell him that this is the most annoying thing? Yes, I tell him all the time. I'm like, stop. Like, don't make a joke and look around the room. It's so awkward. Like, especially because he's usually the person laughing hardest. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Okay, what else? Oh, about me? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say Oh, that. boy, it's hard. It's just this oh, one locked boy. and loaded. It's that one. It's the other ones in social settings where like in when Greg gets excited about a topic that he specifically likes and no one can get a word in and like some I'll see the other person being like I get excited. Like trying to like just they're just like they take that breath in like they're about to say something and Grayson's like and the crazy thing is and he's just monologuing. I'll draw, I'll draw like parallels in my brain. To sure. like you get blaming on one thing and I'm like and it's connecting oh, you to it connects something these else. Well, like, you and know then how I keep going and it's it's a bad I've I've been trying to tell him where I'm like, just pause and be like, Do you feel the same way? And you just like let the other person But then you, Gray starts pausing too long and you're like, No, it's too long. <laughs> just stop. We haven't gotten to that point yet. But anyway, those are the two things. Those are definitely the biggest things. But a lot less shit annoys me about you than it did like a year ago. All right. What I find about? you so much less annoying than I used to. <laughs> so beautiful. So what a beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And then what I think annoys you about me, I would definitely one of them is like sort of my. I'm sort of like at times a nutty professor type where I'm like sort of leaving little disasters in my wake and just kind of <laughs> like. Do you mean Becca doesn't physically? Clean, okay. Becca does not clean up after herself. Okay. But at the same time, I clean up like after the household quite frequently. So it's like kind of this weird thing, but like also I'll give you an example. Like I cut the tags off things and I just like leave the tags on the floor. Yeah. That's a small one. I don't know it's why I picture you like cutting them. No. I just like throw them in the air. It's, just the dishes thing earlier is like very real. Becca will just eat food and then just get up and leave. Oh, like leave the plate at the table or wherever you were eating. No it. effort. Okay. No effort made to to putting it or away. Or like if I'm doing a project with hot glue, for instance, <laughs> like this. Okay, my so, mom as like I was like in high school and she banned me from using super glue and hot glue because I would just make so many messes. This okay. is the other one is um, <laughs> she will leave every single light in the house on and then go to bed. And on her way to bed, she'll go, can you turn off all those lights? <laughs> and she'll leave the room that she has the light on in. And then it's like, well, I'm not, I'm obviously not going in that room. When So just turn it off. Like you were right there. You just walked past it. Why don't you turn it off? <laughs> just or like we, every night we're in bed is like, did you lock the front door? 
And I'm like, why don't you for once just lock the damn door before you go to bed? Oh, bitch, the door would never be locked without me. Our house oh, are you a door gr- locker? Now I am. I was she not asks, before. She Girl, only before asks. Before I was like, she all only the asks open. when we're both in bed. Of course, as soon as you get cozy, as I just soon as you get in, I'm like, I'm like this. I'm like, baby, I'm worried. I always like, yes, no. At is night, the, door, the minute I get in bed, part, I turn oh, into a baby. I'm, so I'm like nervous. Can I get like? I don't know, like literally the other room. Like, can you please just lock the door, oh, baby and then, voice? And, and then I'm like, it's can this. you get me a glass of water? Can, yes, but never in the same sentence. Oh, it's, assume you get the glass of water, you, you lock, come back. Come back, get into bed. Can you lock the door? Can you do this? Can you do this? And it's like, why? I go full baby mode. Full baby? Like, I am the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. but I'm pregnant. Oh, that's such a fun excuse now to have. That was my most favorite part of being pregnant is being like, oh, I'm pregnant. I because you deserve it. One time I was like sleeping over at a boyfriend's house and I woke up in the middle of the night and I had like a flashback to when I was little. I like, I guess I thought I was a child in that moment. And I straight up said, daddy, can you get me a glass of water? Mm. Oh, that is, there's so many layers. <laughs> I'm like, daddy, can, and it was like in baby voice too. Really? So weird. What did he say? And I like woke up halfway as I was saying it. He was like, what? He was like, I love you. (laughs) He was like, what? And I was like, wait, whoa. That was his, that was his thing. That was his kink. That's so weird. I, uh, I would not. But when I Would it bother you if she called you daddy? It'd be weird. No, we call each other like the, actually we call each other that a lot now. Well, like, now we'll that you like, no, no, I do that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but like, we also hey, do it in like a weird not sexual sex- way. I was about to say not sexual. <laughs> you call him daddy in a sexual way? No, it's not I'll like call I call him, like, him hey, daddy. No, it's not like I call him daddy. We like do this weird like third person thing. Pardon what? Third <laughs> like, person. Not, I'm not talking about just during sex, but we like. Ew, it's really weird. We do baby talk. Like, I don't know. Are you guys big baby talkers when you're alone? I'll be like, ooh, daddy wants some cheese in his scrambled eggs. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, yeah. But we're talking like as we're mom and dad. Yeah, but you're joking. Like, it's like playful. Kind of, but then also we say coffee. And Grayson will be like, oh, does mommy want this? That's what Grayson says to me. It's kind of weird now that I'm saying it out loud. (laughs) Like, we actually talk that way a lot. Where Gray will be like, oh, does mommy want this and this? And I'm like, oh, does daddy want that? And, that? and then we'll be like, so yes, weird. mommy does. Ew. But you do it in this <laughs> way where you like know. Really grossed out you do it in myself. a way where you kind of know it's a joke where it's like. But there's the underlying. Like sexuality. you're pretending to be the super cool kid. What? I understand that. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe okay. that's just in my head. That's how I think about Favorite the boys. Thing about things. me if you can pick just one. <laughs> Please don't limit yourself. <laughs> don't hold back. It's hard when you're put on blast. Um, There's just so many. It's hard for me to think of just one. Why don't you go first? Okay. My favorite thing about Grayson is how easily I can manipulate him to do the things <laughs> I want him to. So, but actually like, okay, seriously though, every single night when Ruth wakes up, Gray will be the one that goes and gets her out of her crib and brings her into bed. Like that's Aww. just like an unspoken thing that he does for me. And like, he will go get like in the middle of the night, if I wake up and I need water, like he will do that for me. And like, if I'm hungry, like he will make me food. And he just like, yeah, I don't know. He's always been like that for me where he'll just like do things for me. It's not like I, it's just like he, I don't know. He'll just is willing to like do things for me just cause he loves me. For me, it's on by his patience. I know I'm not, I'm not like an easy person. Um, and the stuff I've been going through in life is not easy. And so like 
to have her patience while I navigate that or to like just be patient with me while I figure things out and to give me space to let me know. Like for instance, um, I don't know, like we'll have, I have one day off a week. Yeah. Um, that's like really like dedicated family time where it's not coming home in an evening, carrying a bunch of stuff, like carrying work with me. Right. And it's like, I want to go surf that morning. And she's like, good, do it. And like that, it's not the fact that she lets me, it's like the unspoken understanding of like, there is not going to be the like, but I want to do this or that. It's like, and it's not a trap. You don't do it. And then there's no like that level of understanding and like acknowledgement. Those are, that's probably my favorite thing because that's like a lot of things coming together. That's part of why we why we work I think that's what we've really developed actually I was just thinking like we've really developed and nurtured that into our relationship now where it's like a a, there's definitely we've created a rhythm of give and take of like the things that like gray will help me if I like if I need to go if I need to go get my eyelashes done for two and a half hours and gray's at work he'll still be like okay that's okay drop off Ruth and like I can totally do that for you and I'm like okay would I want to spend the morning like just chilling with you on a Saturday? Yeah. But like we do things for each other. Cause like that's part of being in a relationship. So like you go surfing and like I get my eyelashes done on Thursday and like we, it's an, it's now this unspoken rhythm of give and take and like gray does the dishes yeah. and like he can trust that on most days, at least half the days he'll come home to a house that's like fairly organized and not a disaster most of the time. You know, it's just like that we've, instead of it being this like pull of like trying to get something from the other person, right. I'm just which trying is to there get, was a lot of that yeah. in the beginning, you know, or like, to, I'm just going to try to get my, get mine. <laughs> it's a power struggle. Yeah. It's a power struggle. <laughs> well, that's so, beautiful. Yeah. Um, there was a broad who asked, and I feel like I know what this answer is going to be, but Someone needed to know. Lucy Baker needed to know who's the better climber. Me. Do you agree? Right now, he definitely is. <laughs> during, I thought it was going to be either. right during now. Our, during our entire relationship, I have been the better climber. Oh, Ooh, not the, mm, yes. the beginning. Yeah, I guess so. Beginning through to now and forever. Is that something? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, bro! Chill Becca out. Becca lives. Becca has. Becca holds on to this. Great, shut the fuck up. You're climbing the one who says I'm a to bit. this performance of climbing that I've never been witness to. Bitch, shut the fuck <laughs> up. You've said yourself that she is technically like the the technical like the body mechanics of the sport. She's better than me at. She's definitely like. As a technical climber, she's way more savvy. And like, uh, I have witnessed that. But in, in terms, terms of, of like strength. performance, <laughs> in terms of climbing, per- climbing performance, when we've climbed together, I have climbed circles around her every time. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Well, considering I've been pregnant for like two out of the two years we've been together. No, but it's been easy. We are different climbers. I will say that because there's shit that I could do that you couldn't do when we were first together when we were both climbing. She did this one climb called uh, Bathtub. It's a V5 out in Red Rocks, and it's not an easy one at all. It's very tech. Well, it's very technical. That's the thing. It's not very strength. (laughs) She did it, and I did not. 
Oh, okay. Also on that same trip, remember the V6 on the other side that I flashed that I think, I don't know if you flashed it. I did. But he, Grayson said I couldn't flash it and I did. Well, it was surprising. So there's a term in climbing called off the couch, which is no warm up. It's like, what can you do off the couch? Okay. It's not usually, you, you always want to warm up, but this is the joke. It's like, oh, like How can that you person's yeah, like V7 yeah, off the couch is like literally like no warm up. You get up, you're going to do it. And we got to this spot and like, yeah, Becca just walked up to a V6. It was the first climb and she just flashed it. And my friends were teasing me of like, oh, if you're going on a climbing trip with Becca, like be ready. Like she might, she might be stronger than you. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, cause we tease each other. And then she did that. And I was like, oh crap. Like. That's kind of crazy. It's a good. It's, it's so a cool big, that you guys have that it's shit a big though together. Great outside to just walk up to and be like, yeah, like this girl's got straight up off the couch V6 outside. It's like. You know what you're doing. Not anymore. I'm off the couch v nothing. <laughs> I'm on the couch, so yeah, it I'm, was for sure. I'm on the couch right now. I'm building up to my off the couch. I'm never moment. not on the couch. So, <laughs> but for real though, I actually just started um, personal training this past week, and so I'm playing. Oh. I'm getting. I'm rare was, enough to get off the couch, baby. <gasps> after this, baby, it was impressive and arousing. Oh, I'm sure. Great gets yeah. turned on by strong girls. I will say that. Well, I bet. I mean, that's like, I mean. Well, you know how people say like, oh, muscles aren't feminine. And then Gray will be watching some chick on Instagram who's just like ripped out of her mind sending it. Dude, girls who are muscular are hot. I agree. It's very hot. Hell yeah. And watching them like crush something that you'd never be able to do as a guy is kind of like. Just crush a glass in between their thighs. Yeah, do you like that? Strong thighs. (laughs) Do you like like that? You want me to crush your balls, daddy? (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's end this episode. (laughs) Well, Gray, Becca, thank you for being open and honest. Mazel tov. For, for real, though. Appreciate that. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are going to really appreciate the fact that you guys have been so vulnerable about your story. We'll and thanks be for releasing our marriage counseling book in the next year. You can check in. I am thrilled. It's called Dynamics of Power. <laughs> <laughs> right, Broads. Well, chat soon. Chat soon, Broads. Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs>